Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jason Tebbs. I recently got done with my second watch through of a show called Ted Lasso. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know what Ted Lasso is, it's a sitcom based off of a satirical NBC Sports commercial. I believe it was NBC Sports. But essentially, the premise is... This guy named Ted Lasso gets recruited to be the coach for a English Premier League soccer team. And this coach doesn't know anything about soccer. Doesn't know a single lick about soccer. Has only coached like American football his whole life. And so it's that challenge of not so much proving every, everyone wrong, but overcoming the adversity he gets from players, fans... That sort of thing. And through his, I guess, charming personality, things generally work out. I don't want to spoil anything, so that's that's where I'm going to end it. But it got me thinking, both the first time I watched it and the second time I watched it, could I do that? And I don't mean literally could I be recruited to an English Premier Football coach position and find any moniker of success, because I know I couldn't. Um, obviously it's a fictional show. I don't even think I could coach six-year-olds to success in soccer. Maybe, maybe I could start with six-year-olds and work my way up to Premier League. Um, I don't know. Maybe my son will have a real passion for soccer and I'll coach his teams as he moves up the ladder of soccer leagues. But more the idea of, could I be essentially ripped from my element and placed in something that feels completely foreign that I generally have no understanding of and find success. Because Coach Lasso, he explains in the show at one point, he's like, look, I don't know anything about the sport you guys call football, but I love coaching and I know how to coach. And so, yeah, he, he's going from one coaching position to a, a different coaching position. So, there is some alignment to the skills he was already developed as a coach. And he has a team around him that understands the full technical aspects of soccer so that he can focus on so he can focus on the aspects of coaching. So could I do the same? Would I be able to thrive in that position? I don't know. I've had I've had some experiences in life where you know you move on to something new and it's worked out uh, I, or I've moved on to something new and it's worked out and I've had other times where I've moved on to something new and it hasn't worked out like that's that's just a part of life we try things sometimes they work we try other things and sometimes they don't work but I am a I am a person that believes that people can do a lot more than they think they can Sometimes I call myself a jack-of-all-trades, a master of none. And it's really beneficial in some situations. Um, it, it's not so beneficial in other situations. Because when you're hiring, of, or well, let's not say hiring, but when you're assembling a team of anything, generally you want, okay, 
we need this set of skills, we want a master in that set of skills. We need this set of skills, we want a master in that set of skills. You need you need a mastery of each portion. You can't just have a general understanding of each portion. But the benefit is with a general understanding, sometimes you need sometimes you need that crossover. I like I like what my dad once told me. He's like, I'm not a great engineer. He got his degree in engineering. He works with a bunch of great engineers. He's like, but I can translate engineer to business person speak. He's like, I'm just the guy that can explain what all these engineers are doing and why they're doing it. And that's a skill. There's a joke in the software world where it's like, you never want a software engineer to speak to the client because that's just not a software engineer's skill set or a programmer or a you know computer scientist those types of jobs generally when you work in a field where you're writing code it's not a particularly social field far from it actually it's you and your computer and your keyboard writing code and i've enjoyed writing code i i have a very very basic understanding of computer code I've written some very basic programs, but I don't have a mastery of writing code. Similarly, I don't have mastery of selling stuff. I'm not a sales guy. I don't like selling things. Having a sales job to me sounds honestly like hell. So in my actual career, I found myself to land in customer success management positions where you're really translating, okay, this is what the salesperson says. This is how it relates to you. This is what the you know, developers have said, this is how it translates to you. Am I the best CSM in the world? No, I would not in a million years say I'm the best CSM in the world because at every company I've worked for, there've been plenty of people where I'm like, dang, you know, that person seems to be knocking it out of the park with this whole CSM deal. Hasn't been me. I've had some big wins. I have my own strengths, but I wouldn't say I've completely mastered being a csm and i guess kind of the way i do it i have a different style than other people but that's that's the nice thing about the position i'm in you can have different styles and they work out but kind of wrapping this all back to ted lasso professionally i have these skill sets and if somebody came to me and they're like jason we want you to move across an ocean to do something that you generally don't have much of an idea about, but you have an underlying skill set that we feel like you really truly have mastered that would be perfect for what we need. Could I do it? Would I do it? I don't know. Moving across an ocean sounds partially exciting, partially incredibly terrifying. Going into something that I have really no knowledge of also sounds terrifying. I feel like I'm a guy that generally plays things pretty safe, taking the safe road in life in life or the quote unquote safe road. The road I've taken has its own risks. But if you look at my path, I don't think anybody would say, oh, you really took a risk, like a big risk on that one, which is fine. Like, I don't think in your life you need to constantly be taking huge risks. I think there's a time and a place where taking a big risk is important and big is relative that's that's another key thing big is relative 
a big risk to me might not be a big risk to you because we have different lives and we're in different circumstances. So coach Ted Lasso, he takes a big risk, but you come to understand at least by the end of the first season, why it was important for him to take that risk. Again, I don't want to spoil anything. I think it's my second favorite sitcom behind community, but it's, it's fantastic. Also, it only has two seasons where community has six and one of those seasons is complete trash. But either way, you come to understand the reasoning behind all of it. And some of it's good reasoning and some of it's bad reasoning. And there's a reason on both ends why this premier club hired Ted Lasso in the first place and why Ted accepted. You know, there's both sides have their reason. And there's good and bad and there's a mix of different things. And the best part about the show is it's not afraid to show the failures people have in life. People have genuine struggles in the show. They have genuine failures. It really shows the humanity of these characters. And I really enjoy that. But it also shows it also shows growth. It shows that people deserve a second chance. It shows that people can be better and do better. And it shows that even in the dark times, people can move forward and progress and get out of that darkness. It's also funny. It's a comedy. Ted Lasso's a great character. He has, he's always making references. They're very funny. I think the comedy is well-timed. It's a great show. I would highly, highly suggest it to anybody that hasn't seen it. It's on Apple TV, so what a crappy platform it's on. I don't even have Apple TV. Jason, how'd you watch it if you don't have Apple TV? I have my ways. I have my ways. Don't doubt me. You can also just, like, buy it. Anyway, I don't know if I ever want to take a risk like Ted Lasso did. At least not in my current circumstance. I think I've landed in a place... Where I've had a dark time, things didn't go my way for a bit there, but I have landed in a good place. And there is no need for me to take a huge risk, but at some point in my life, I do believe there will be time to make a big risk, to take a big risk. And again, big is relative, and... It's not just my risk that I might take. It involves my wife. It involves my child. Every decision I make involves them. And they'll be on the journey with me. And we'll take we'll take the leap together. And at the end of the day, it might just be we're making decisions like every person has to make. You, you make a decision every day. You make decisions every day, some big, some small. Like it was a decision this morning to record this. I haven't recorded anything for over two months. I've just decided not to. But today... I felt, I guess you could say, inspired enough to record something. I wouldn't say it's risky. I'm not risking anything by doing this. But I made a decision. For better or for worse, I, I've made the decision. I don't think how that I don't see how recording this could be a for worse situation. But a decision was made. And every day we make decisions. And, you know, my wife and I have had some discussions and some talks and she's going back to going back to school and is, is doing it part-time and we're looking for ways to allow her to go full-time back to school so she can get a degree in hospitality management get an emphasis in, in event planning and 
you know, hopefully she wants to she wants to be a corporate event planner, which I think is fun. I think is cool. She seems to have more of a passion for it than other things she's tried out. And I'm I'm so excited for her and I want I want the best for her and I want to see how she can grow from this and what she can learn from this and she can blossom into the powerful woman that I believe she can be. Um, and not that she has to have a degree to be a powerful woman, but I think this is a great path for her. Um, and so we're working towards that. But once, once she graduates, I feel like that's a moment in our life where we can make a decision. I'm not going to say we can take a risk, but we can make a big decision because at that point in our lives, we want to move and and she's thinking, you know, possibly in the ha- uh, Las Vegas area because that whole entire city is just built on the hospitality industry. But also, if you're a corporate event planner, there's corporations all over the world. I don't know if we're going to move across an ocean for it. Maybe we'd stay in Utah. Who knows? And maybe life will have a different plan for us between now and then. Again, who knows? We don't. Luckily for me, I have a job that, though they want us to come into the office two times a week, it can be done fully remote. We have a couple team members that are actually fully remote, so I'm sure once I have some tenure under my belt, I can go to them and be like, hey, life has offered us different opportunities. I would love to stay with this company. Would I be able to work fully remote? I'm sure they'd say yes. One thing I do want to emulate in my life that Coach Lasso has and it's not his never-ending optimism. Because I'm a pretty optimistic guy. But it's his belief in himself. It's his belief in the people around him that they can that they can do it. He believes in people. He believes, of, believes in himself. He truly sees the good in all those around him. And he tries to make the people around him... Or he tries to help the people around him be the best versions of themselves. I don't know if I do that. I don't know if I have... I have a genuine... I have a general belief. Not genuine. I have a general belief that things are going to be okay. I have a general belief that things are going to work out. I don't know if I have an underlying belief in people. I don't know if I have a underlying belief in myself. I, I feel like lately... I've lost a lot of faith in myself. It's been a slow burn for a couple years now. I feel like I've lost a lot of faith in a lot of different systems. Again, it's been a slow burn. It's like when you look at America, you're like, why why are certain things the way they are? Because it really does not feel like the best systems we can come up with. Come on, America. Sometimes I've lost faith of uh, things in the past I thought were so true. And, you know, I I still have underlying faith that I can do things. I still have underlying faith that, like, America can get better. I still have underlying faith of, you know, core principles of things I thought were true. And uh, faith and belief, kind of two sides of the same coin, I guess. Sure, they might have different dictionary definitions, and some people might explain them the same way. Some people might explain that they're different. I, I... I'm not here to argue semantics between belief and faith. I guess, you know, you have believe, like, you believe that Santa Claus is real. And you have faith that he'll get you your present under the tree. I guess you you believe that 
something can happen, then you have faith that it will. Slight difference, but a difference nonetheless. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for me. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate, subscribe, whatever you do on your respective platform. And check out my website, jasontebs.com. That's got everything I do. The only thing I've been consistent in is making TikToks uh, in the last little while. And I've tried to make the promise before I'm going to make more podcast episodes. I'm not going to promise that. Just (laughs) check back two days from now. Check back two weeks from now. Check back two months from now. Check back two years from now. There may or may not be another episode. (laughs) I don't know. I just felt like I was getting way too negative with, with episodes as of late. So I just stopped doing them. As I go through my reevaluation of the things I have belief in and the things that I have faith in and where I feel like I'm at. But Ted Lasso, always inspirational. Okay, peace out. Catch you later.